0: Hi there, it's Jim Ferranda, voice actor. You may have heard me as Claptrap in Borderlands 3 and Wonderlands. You may have heard me as Muscular in My Hero Academia, or Denny Block in Full Metal Alchemist, or Brosh in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and Vander Decken in One Piece, and a whole list of other things. But right now, you can hear me on Two Dads in a Podcast. There we go. Okay. All right. <sighs> so I want to be able to hear you and myself at the same time, because uh, there we go. Ah, um, uh, yeah. That's a problem I have when gaming. The headphones I have don't have uh, pass through,
1: and so oh man, yeah. If things get a little too thrilling, it's uh, I, I, <laughs> get a little loud. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I like I like Xbox because they have that built in to the system, so it automatically, no matter what headphones you use.
0: When do they start? Oh, yeah. Is that with the one or the the Series X or, or when do they uh, start? They did it on
1: the one and the series. Really? I, yeah. Golly, it's I,
0: um, I haven't played with friends on the one that much. I just because when <laughs> when the ge- the generation switch, most everybody I knew uh, flipped over to the PS five. So it's like
1: I I yeah I, I was, was my one for like Forza Horizon and <laughs> uh, I mean Forza Horizon and maybe Halo are pretty much the reasons to have an Xbox. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I was really looking forward to Crackdown 3 because I was a big fan of the original Crackdown. Not so much Crackdown 2. I mean, I you know, I played through it, but back when was the original creative director was supposed to do Crackdown 3 and then it went into like development hell for a while and they took yeah. out the cloud computing for the destruction and then it came out completely not what, what they said it to. was going to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that and, and the, the Phantom Dust remake I was really looking forward to. I, I still have my original Xbox copy of Phantom Dust. It's nice. a lot of the stuff I got on Xbox One Four ended up either not coming out or being super disappointing. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I and keep then they canceled teased. some like big things too that everybody right. was looking forward to. There's the 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 dragon. Um, yeah, what was, it? I, it was I don't that. remember the name of it either. <laughs> That's yeah. And then what? all the different fable
2: rumors uh, and stuff, was, and that's what I was gonna get to. I the whole thing about the fable remake, and they're gonna make new storylines to add on to it. And then I never got any of that shit. I never got any of it. <sighs> <sighs> I,
0: I um, I have a bunch of friends on Sea of Thieves that uh, we're gonna
1: start at some point in time. I just don't know. When. <laughs> that's a pretty fun it's, one that's a pretty not that, now that
0: wonderlands is out either people are either playing <laughs> elden ring or wonderland so it's, yes
1: um i'm i'm in the elden ring crew only because I, I i don't have the extra funds to buy a copy of tiny tina right now
0: <laughs> Uh elden ring i um whoo i i uh, the last super hard thing i played and um was able to enjoy was um uh ninja gaiden on oh, nice. oh, oh nice. yeah it's i've gotten to the point where it's just you know there's there's no time to be doing the same thing over and over again <laughs> then watching the cutscene. Well, you know it, yeah
2: you know we we <laughs> actually we do a youtube series about that now where he makes me play hard games yep. and i'm not very good at him
1: i, I made him play uh a for hades
2: effort. and dark souls
1: 3 and some roguelites and Hades was fair, though. Hades was one. Hades is fair, but there is definitely a learning curve. It is, but you make
0: progress every time you play through. It's it's not like I just lost everything. I mean, there's (laughs) a a game shouldn't make you go. A game should never make you think
1: I totally wasted my time. Um, I mean, but that's what we grew up with. (laughs) (laughs) Super (laughs) Nintendo games were very unforgiving. The original Nintendo was just. Oh yeah, that was so much was
0: worse. Terrible. I remember the first thing the, the, I first learned that the Nintendo Seal of Quality was not worth the paper it was printed <laughs> on. Was I, um, this is what I learned about licensed games? Back to the Future on the NES is oh man is
2: one of the worst that, things ever made. I <laughs> still have I still have a copy of it on the shelf here from uh when we were playing through it. It was that we got the link, the Batman game, and the. Um, uh, something called Ghoul School.
0: I worked at a I worked at a mom and pop used game store before um, GameStop bought everybody. Um, yeah, right <laughs> as they do. Yeah, and um, golly, there's so much stuff. It was hey, free rentals. I'm just gonna take this home, bring it back. Yeah. and um, uh, those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, now, when, I'm, now I'm really sounding old.
2: Um, <laughs> when Blockbuster started doing video game rentals, my oh my man, time Our- was whole world was just flipped up. It was like, holy cow, wait, what? (laughs) I remember, gosh,
0: the... Fondest memory of Blockbuster is getting my Pokemon Snap photos printed
1: out. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. so <laughs> good. It, it's it. No, it's just funny you mentioned that because we have an ongoing thing about Pokemon Snap because I love Pokemon Snap and we we did this whole like favorite game on a console series and we got to N sixty four and he's like, oh, we both haven't said something, so let's say it at the same time. And I was like, it's not going to be the same. <laughs>
2: And he it should have been, been Smash Bros. <laughs> it I said been Pokemon Smash Snap.
1: I would so. say
0: Blast Core. No, 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 no. no. Uh, either that or Space Station Silicon Valley. Very few people talk about that game, and when they do, it's like... Uh, no. Uh, you know...
2: Um, it's, it's, I only it's, knew one person that owned that game. It was... Growing it was, up.
0: Yeah, what do you think? Okay, so when you look at um, all the Grand Theft Auto games now, and there's kind of like this, this open gameplay of there's many different ways you can... You can solve an issue. And um, that's what that game was like. It was a space station. You're a microchip, and it's overrun with robot animals. Each robot animal has some sort of different ability. And you basically hijack the robot animals. You gain all their abilities, their their method of transport and everything – and that's how you solve everything in the game.
2: And it's a uh,
1: that actually sounds print. really cool. I, yeah. See, I'm not yeah. familiar with it. I don't know. But. I think
2: I was I was busy trying to unlock Spider-Man and Tony Hawk <laughs> around that time. <sighs> oh, gosh. Uh, well, just, formally.
1: Okay. Hello. Yes. <laughs> hello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of jumped right in. What? We we are interviewing Mr. Jim. Uh, what well, <laughs> Claptrap is probably your biggest, right? That, biggest known oh, yeah, voice. Yeah, Claptrap.
0: I would is, imagine. who That was a. It's still kind of it's still kind of weird being Claptrap. It's I, I I always liken it to um somebody asking you to be the next Batman or the next actually the next James Bond because <laughs> then I always look at you know David is Sean Connery right um started the whole thing. And then uh, Mikey is the George Lazenby because he was claptrap for uh, one packs, and then uh, that makes me the Roger Moore, the Roger Moore of claptraps. So
2: um, hey, that, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> uh,
0: we're, we you know we're all slightly different in how we deliver, but right. know, we're all try to stay as true to the character as possible, and 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 yeah, uh, you know he's they've all kind of the characters have kind of evolved a little bit throughout the course of all the games, but um, yeah, I am. Um, I, I love him. <laughs> uh, he, he's 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 a lovable, hateable character for sure. <laughs> I, it, it's on my first day of recording because I was absolutely terrified because you don't want to screw things up because it's stepping into that role. is just it's a huge responsibility. And so they told me. If people hate Claptrap, you did a good job. If people love Claptrap, <laughs> you did a good job because he's supposed to be annoying.
1: So. See, I'm I'm personally in the I love Claptrap because he's so annoying. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah he
0: is. But, you know, again, as, as he throughout the course of the series, he evolved a little bit to there is a depth to him that is it's below the surface. You have to get to it. I, has the show started yet? I don't even know. I just like hopped on and I had to fumble around with. The, well, the, the we record and it thing,
1: and so. then edit okay. things down. All right. So, yeah, you're good. You're good.
2: So, we're, we're recording. <laughs> None of this is making it in. Don't worry. Okay. All so. right. Well, I, I should,
0: it's, it's so weird because I'm just jumping in. So, I, I, do I call you Felix and you dad? I mean... <laughs>
2: I Which, call him I mean, Dad all the time. No, <laughs> I, I have brief his down to TD. Obviously, my real name is not Felix the Human. That's for uh, music and stage. Uh, well, what type of music do you uh, listen to? What kind of music do I listen to? I. It's
0: funny. Ever since the pandemic, I don't commute anymore. Because I mean, this 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 is the thing that I basically slapped together in a panic when everything when everything shut down. And it's kind of like, I always thought, well, this will make do until I can, you know, buy one of those fancy pants boots. But the thing is, is right. this, And it's like, it works. oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> it works. It works. Someday I'll, I'll get one. Cause I mean, it's like, I, you know, the computer fan noise is a, is a problem. Um, yeah. Not really a problem because you could filter it
2: out like super easy, but still it'd be nice to, Well, it's nice know. to have a space where it's like, this is my workspace. Yeah. And yeah. I can go to work, uh, that, that closet behind me, it's actually super good for recording and it doesn't even look like the inside. It's not anything fancy. There's no soundproofing in it, but it's got all my hanging clothes. So I just spread them open. Boom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, whenever I travel for, for the holidays to visit family, anywhere I travel, I always bring a, um if I'm driving, I can bring, you know, uh the old Yeti that I got when I first started out. And if I'm, if I'm flying anywhere, I've got a little Tascam digital recorder. And my wife and I were on a trip to Japan once, and I, I had it kind of tucked into the corner of all the couch cushions in this one like the a, a business hotel, which is a very small type of room, but they're cheap. Yeah, yeah. And I recorded some Smite auditions, and I landed one of them. It was one of the ones that got pulled for a copyright infringement. It was the one that was a little too close <laughs> to Scorpion. That was uh, <laughs> Eliminator Ravon was the uh, that character. He was in the game, I think, for three days, something like
1: that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, see, you you got to be one of the most controversial. So, <laughs> I, I, two of my golly, two of my favorite
0: roles were in Smite, though. One was uh shredder and that was, yeah, uh, cool. I saw nice. that. That was just like,
1: what? <laughs> um,
0: and then most recently uh, Rambo. And oh, nice. That oh. was, yeah, that was, that was really cool too. Um, especially when the engineer told me, yes, yeah, Stallone personally picked you. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And it was just, it was kind of like, I, well, I guess I, you know, I never put two and two together and thought, well, I guess, yeah, if you want, if somebody's going to be him, his sound alike, then it will probably go, uh yeah that's you know, but that floored me that was like one of the best things to
2: hear ever because I don't know I just uh. yeah Stallone's <laughs> one of those voices you hear a lot being imitated because yeah. it's so distinct yeah
0: uh, everybody has a Stallone
2: uh, right everybody, right everybody has a <laughs> everybody's yelled out Adrian at least once in their life yeah <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: And that was that he was he was not looking for that apparently he he wanted it to be like as close to his because you know there's there's two types of walkers. there's a then ah, then yeah and then there's the the more two mice fell into a bucket of cream you know it's like there's there's the the impression and then there's the sound alike
1: right right mm-hmm. yeah I like how we 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 shifted from music to the I don't know how I, we got here I, 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 I don't okay. know either
0: <laughs> I, yeah my my thought train derails a lot okay
1: oh you're you, fine you're um, fine. Oh, gosh, we do but, it all uh, the time. <laughs> I, uh, Rush. The theater, is it Rush? No,
0: no, not no. I, I mean, I, I, Rush is nice, but it's like, it's, <laughs> there's, I don't really stick to, to one genre. Um, it's well, kind that's of good. like, yeah, yeah it's, that's like, um, the, with the advent of streaming music, um, on Spotify, it's, you know, discover this, you know, it's, yeah. oh, I heard this thing in this TV commercial or out in the, and then you use, um, uh, Soundhound to find out what it is. And then you listen to it on Spotify right, right. and then other things pop up. And the problem with that, though, is, is that, like, I'll hear a song and then I might not be looking at the phone and I have no idea who who made it or who. Yeah. I right. To, especially <laughs> if I'm driving because, you know, you can't. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. So it's. Uh, and it's like, wait, how do I go back to listen to this again?
0: <laughs> yeah. In my playlist, there's there's anything from some film and, and anime soundtracks when, you know, when you, you hear a lot of the songs and some of them are just really catchy. Dude. Oh, Yeah yeah um,
2: they'll, they'll stay in there i'm still i'm to this day i still follow and listen to all the new pillows stuff just because of uh listened to or watching fully Coolie. and i'm like this intro is better than like most of the american rock bands that i'm listening to right now why the fuck am i not listening to this band
0: yeah runners high is one of my favorite songs <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, of course, we loved everything um, with the seat belts. the seatbelts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yoko Kano. everything she touches is just brilliant. It's just amazing. <laughs> like she can
0: do no wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's funny because in the in the early days of you can make a saw on your ringtone now. Um, right. <laughs> I, used, I used tank for when uh, whenever my agent would call, it is still on my phone. So <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, that was that was
1: my <laughs> alarm clock in the morning for That's throughout not, most of high school
0: the the opening for my calendar notifications are the opening of um on future that uh, bam, oh and nice <laughs> yeah i love that i, just, I love that whole sound
2: <laughs> that was the first yeah. time i had a character have a major thing in an opening credit scene so i was i was really happy that. <laughs> i I made him call me earlier because I just figured out
1: (laughs) he on the iPhone You need to call
2: me. I was like, I'm on a Zoom call with you. What are you talking about? I've got the all my, a phone call is here. A phone call is here. I finally figured out how to do that on an iPhone. So I got, I just set that. (laughs) I I still don't know why Apple makes it
0: so hard to put in custom ringtones. It's,
2: I didn't realize because they have the GarageBand app free now. Oh. You can export GarageBand as a ringtone mm. and you can import tracks to it so it, it made it uh, a heck of a lot easier once I realized that I I had the ability this whole time I just didn't know it <laughs> uh, I didn't pay attention I used to work in advertising so I
0: spent every working day in the the Mac the, you know in the Apple um, what ecosystem what do they call it ecosystem like, um, I think yeah, yeah, works, yeah. The, the,
2: the Apple system they're, they're whatever great. it is is probably pretentious and overpriced <laughs> And it's funny because I, I, um,
0: ah, I, the first time I discovered like that really, that really, um, they called the you know, the cult of Mac. And um, the uh-huh. thing about Apple that's great is that you know it's a closed ecosystem. If you get software for it, it's gonna work. I, I, you know, right, I, right, yeah. I, I don't know how that is now because I haven't really used Mac since I since I got laid off. But um, I remember a friend saying, Macs don't ever crash." And I go, yeah, but they lock up. He goes, yeah, but they never crash. <laughs> it's anybody who's seen the, the the gray screen with all the different languages, you know, or the Sad Mac icon. That's a thing. It's they. That's yep. the blue screen of death. It's just. It's, you know, Sad Mac sounds a little friendlier than blue screen of death. Um, and uh, and I, God, I that thing used to crash regularly. It's just, and it used to me when Justin Long would come on TV. I'm a Mac. I do things all super cool and everything. Yeah, I <laughs> just as much as everything else. Fanboys are fanboys, though. At the mom and pop store I used to work at. That's, you know, Sega, Nintendo. And then the one, there's usually somebody for the TG-16. It was like, can't we all just get along? Come on.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just like with Sony and Xbox now. It's like, are they paying you to be this devoted to their company? Like... I, I'm not going to be that devoted. I want to play video games. So if there's a video game I want to play, I'm going to get the, the, the system to play it on. Yeah. So I've got to ask, I see the manga on the shelf in the back. Yeah. What, what, what are you currently reading? What am I currently reading right
0: now? I'm not reading anything specifically. I did read ahead in Sleepy Princess because I'm really hoping there's going to be a second season of that. I they, I could I just I literally got the first issue uh, the first volume after the end of the season. I I haven't been reading manga as much. I did just pick up Bullet Train because I want to I want to read the novel. I just thought, well, it just seems weird because I saw the preview and I thought Bullet Trains don't actually look like that. And where are all the <laughs> Japanese people? It was just, it's um, it was funny because um, there was a a review that said. Uh, the trailer is a, it looks like a white knuckle ride. And I'm like, there are a lot of white knuckles in that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just weird. Cause I, and I, I, I was doing some research on it and it was, it's, it was, it's based on a Japanese book um, that was uh, you know, translated and, and released here. And the main character is Japanese. And it's just one of those weird things where they thought, well, you know, I don't know if people will relate to, you know, uh, characters, if it's in Japanese, are you that are Brad? Did you guys read world war Z?
1: I didn't uh, read it. I know.
0: Read it. I, I watched the movie. Okay. Oh my gosh! You need <laughs> to read the book. It is amazing. Imagine you know those PBS war documentaries. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what World War Z should have been because the entire book, the author is. Isn't it like,
1: like a, a collection of stories kind of thing? It's he. Well, the the
0: the main the the main character that kind of from the perspective of the author is like a UN record keeper. He's going around and trying to catalog everything that happened over the war during the zombie you know outbreak, which happened mm-hmm. like 10 years previous. And you hear all of these stories, these, these war stories from, from soldiers, regular people, politicians, celebrities, that type of thing. And it's, that would have made such an awesome documentary, like, like a, a mockumentary. That's a, like, you know, mm-hmm. like um, right. imagine Spinal Tap, but a war documentary about a zombie war.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I mean,
0: it would it's one of those things where like World War Z actually it ended up being, I think, a, a pretty good movie if you separate it from the story of the book. But um I know that was
1: a lot of feedback that was coming when it first yeah. came out. Like I want to read World it's, War Z. I know it's by the same author who did the zombie survival guide, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. I'm and I, I have that and that I've read, read that entirely okay. through, which yeah. that was just an interesting read. Like it all made sense <laughs> yeah it's um it's
0: the you'll, you'll love world war z it's not a clunky read i mean you can blaze through it because you'll not want to put it down it's that good
2: no i i think i think producers make that mistake a lot where they assume like everybody's gonna like it like this yeah but uh, well they did that a lot in early animes where they'd have the rice balls but they'd call it something completely <laughs> called
1: a jelly donut <laughs> yeah because
2: we, could, we, we there's no way we would understand um because What's
1: i'm like <laughs> it's you know it,
0: uh oh gosh she had a detective conan um oh yeah and he, and he has american names and it's just it was, sure, yeah i mean that was in the early days of of televised anime and i always wonder was that like a who makes that decision is it you know was it the licensors that wanted it to make a bigger hit so they that they would Probably. ask you know please give everything american names it, was it was
2: a cartoon network there's a lot of in that early stuff and as a kid, like watching it, I'm like, I know what a jelly donut looks like. Like, don't <laughs> play me for stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen a jelly donut that looks like rice to it's, me. It's eight bit and sixteen bit box art. That's what that is. North American box art. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's angry Kirby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> angry tails i think was another one yeah and they even yeah. did that with the new sonic 2 movie i don't know if you saw the the posters for it tails in the yeah. the overseas posters is super happy <laughs> <laughs> and in the american <laughs> one he's got the angry eyes it's like why <laughs> well they, they probably changed that for uh japan
0: because they're not used to seeing you know tails being aggressive tails is always the cute one so you know in, in the game tails is cute but in a, in a full narrative tails is cute but a Occasionally, it's going to get pissed off looking. So, um,
2: I uh, it's it's interesting. I mean, either, maybe she's just a sociopath that uh, always smiles. You never know. <laughs>
1: We'll have to try to get Colleen on here and ask. I'm, I'm,
0: it is so awesome. It is so awesome that she's in the movie. It's just... I
1: know. I was yeah. super excited about that announcement. And one thing about, you know, the Hollywood execs and what they do and everything, the fact that they actually took fan criticism mm-hmm. and updated the posters to include her and... Uh, who else was it? But... Uh, yeah. Like, they included... Both of their names on the posters instead of just the the but, big major. Well, you know what?
2: After the first movie where they had to overhaul the entire movie, I, I think they saw the when these fans get when these nerds get pissed off, <laughs> they're gonna affect our bottom line. So we might as well just give well, them whatever they want. You know what? It's yeah.
0: Watching that movie, it was a fun movie. I really it liked was.
2: it. Yeah, 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 it's um,
0: it, it's kind of like when I saw Detective Pikachu. So when when I was a kid, I remember going to the theater to see Transformers the movie, and then Turtles, the live action Turtles. Oh and man, love still one of my favorite yeah. iterations. Yeah. There's something about going to see something that you would never imagine would have a movie and, right. and seeing it, and it's really cool. And and when I when I saw Detective Pikachu and Sonic, it it had that feeling of going to see Ninja Turtles, or, or even. I remember dragging my wife to see Pokemon the first movie because I didn't want to be the one creepy adult in there. <laughs> and
2: um, uh, yeah. Did you cry? Uh, did you cry? I, I did the first time watching it. I,
0: it was just I was like, did Ash just die? I, know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I cried at the wrong moment because I, I cried with the torturing of Mewtwo the first time I watched it was the part that upset me. I'm like, how dare you? You created this thing, and then now you're torturing it. Well, I mean, see,
0: that's the that is the death of the story. You know, that was, I think, kind of um, the whole Frankenstein's monster thing was kind of. a uh, – I was watching a, a documentary, one of those, you know, YouTube documentary about how the changes from Mewtwo Strikes Back and uh, what's the Japanese name of the I, oh, the Japanese version, I and the English know. version, and how if there was more of a there was more of that that moral ambiguity. Is Mewtwo bad? Is he good? Is he just misguided? And they kind of, I think, made that a little softer for the U.S. version.
2: There was, it was, it was interesting. I was right, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess uh, stupid Americans. We can't handle too much all at once. We, we need to dumb <laughs> down. I,
0: I think that's it's the, that industry's changed though.
1: So we we've, we've talked a bit about you know manga, um, but what what would you say is like one of your favorite animes? Oh gosh. All right. So, um, oh, 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 there we go. <laughs> okay. So this is, she's on my desktop. Okay. So I fell in love with Kimono
0: friends. I love this show. It is the nicest, sweetest, most positive show. Ever. <laughs> my wife and I, our last trip to Japan, it had just finished its run and everywhere you went. Cause you know, in, in, in Japan, they've got music blaring from whatever, like the big song or single is at the time. And the theme song for this show was everywhere. It was everywhere yeah. you went. Um, even like if you go to HMV or tower, it was playing there too. And, um, so, uh, we got home and you get really bad jet lag on the way home on the way there. You can kind of beat it, but then going back is like, it's the weird part. And so to try to combat the jet lag, I thought I'm going to stream this show on crunchy and see, see what it's all about. And I completely fell in love with it. It's family friendly. There's, there's no fan service in it whatsoever. It's educational in a sense that uh, there's these educational segments about the animals that the animal girls in the episode are based on. They actually had conversations with zookeepers around Japan. It's super low budget oh. because it's just like phone calls or something. It's the most adorable post-apocalypse ever. <laughs>
1: um, there
0: there are three tenets to it. It's I think it's um help others, be kind to others, be kind to yourself. It came into my people say, oh, this this story really changed me. This story really got me through something. This show came through at the right time because it was right after Gearbox's Battleborn had was getting kind of like steamrolled by Overwatch. That was the first like really big thing that I landed through them. And it was kind of like I was, I was suffering some super bad imposter syndrome at the time. And here's the show. I don't know if it was like me being super tired from the jet lag, but it was like a complete stranger coming up to you and saying, everything is going to be okay. You're doing your best. And it was just, yeah, it was uh, the nicest thing I think I've ever seen. It's just it's a, it's a sweet show. It's the, the the story behind it was the fact that it's a, it's done by a, a small studio. I think the studio had ten people and only five of which were animators. So the animation oh, is man. the highest quality. Uh, the backgrounds are beautiful. The uh, the music's fun. My favorite thing, and I love telling the story, even though the entire cast is female, because it is based on a mobile game with you know collectible animal girls that were based on real animals, right? Right. Um, I got to dub the anime in one of the educational segments. I, I dubbed the um, brown bear segment. I got to be one of the, the zookeepers, but in, I'm oh, cool. labeled as Jim Ferranda, kimono friends enthusiast. Boy, howdy, I am. But here's the, <laughs> the cool part. When I got the request for the show, it said, hey, uh, can he bring his brother? And when I thought, I would, and then i look and I thought, oh my gosh, this is kimono friends. They want my brother because he's a marine biologist. He works at the National Aquarium. I told him about it and I was talking to Marissa about do you need any other like educational people because you know my wife works at the museum a lot of people she knows work at the zoo as well maybe I can help round up some folks and so this one night I dubbed my segment my brother is there he had some southwest miles he flew in to spend the week with us just you know for a vacation and to do this my wife is in the show some you know some of her friends from work and it's it was super special because you know two people I really love my, my you know my brother my wife they got to experience what I do and yeah, yeah. in in my favorite nice happy family friendly anime, and it was just oh, it was very special. And it was like, you know, and she's in the booth, and I'm like, oh, freaking crying in front of everybody. It was just, <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, it's really special about that. It was um, yeah. So there, yeah. that's the kimono friend segment. I got to
1: talk about it. <laughs> no, I I love that. I love that. That's incredibly wholesome. Now, how do we follow that up? Um. <laughs>
2: So uh we, you know, we we'll, we'll probably keep it anime related. If you were to have a quirk or superpower for anybody that doesn't know what a quirk is, what would it be and why?
0: You're picking the easy ones, aren't you? Um, oh my gosh! Uh, I say this is the kind of thing where it's like if <laughs> it's, if you had uh, a oh, quirk, see, if like I could something. have anticipated this, I could have like <laughs> actually thought about because it, Cause see, it you didn't send him say, a question list. the hell <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's I'd kidding. like flight, I'd like invisibility, but then the quirks. And, and
2: There's always a catch to them at yeah. the time or something that keeps them from but being completely so broken, clever, though. It's just like, and, a, a, right. Like, I make things get bigger and get smaller. I don't I need to eat and I can make stuff, you know, it's
0: um, <laughs> that's that is a tough one.
2: Yeah, see, that's what that's why we like
1: asking quirk, because that's completely just open the floodgates to anything,
0: oh gosh uh, uh, can you edit out about an hour while I think about this um, okay uh, something off the top of my head heel stuff I was thinking what would be what would I like to change about myself I'd like to, to g- not be a, a diabetic anymore
2: do you have to kiss the person like the nurse <laughs> in, in my hero academia <laughs> uh, you know what
0: there's, there's, no, there's no ulterior motive pretext to it that, that'd be okay I mean, it's like if you could do that, because I've been a, I've been a type one diabetic since 83, since I was like nine years old. And that has sucked, even though technology yeah. gotten better. I always tell people I'm a cyborg now because, well, because by medical definition, I'm a cyborg because I wear an insulin pump and I've got um uh, one of these, the glucose monitor. Oh, okay. So that's that's as RoboCop as I'm going to get. Right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's 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 a disease that sucks. The one positive thing is that I got vaccinated before anybody else. I mean, it's yeah. uh, I fell into that. To get yeah. vaccinated. You have a one in 10 chance of dying with COVID. You should get it. And I'm like, yeah, I'd like to yeah, get out of the is. house. So, um, so yeah. Healing. That's, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. I think of a million cooler things after this podcast is over and I'll be like, <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. It's all right. Just jump in front of the camera, talk them out and then email them over. We'll splice you in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So in keeping
1: slightly in line with, you know, other worlds and like having powers and stuff, if you could isekai yourself into any world, any universe, Hmm. doesn't have to be something you've been part of. It could be, you know, realistic, cartoonish, doesn't matter. Okay, off the top of my head. And again,
0: I'll probably think of other things, but (laughs) there is a I can't remember the actor that put it up there, but they said, oh, I realized you know, blank movie is an isekai Tron is an isekai.
2: Yeah. That'd be a fun place to go to Tron would be pretty Uh, fun to go to mine. Mine was mine always. And I stand by Pokemon. Um, You can't die. I mean, I've seen some pretty horrible stuff happen to Jesse and James. You can't die. Uh, (laughs) Any, any idiot can have Pokemon. You don't have to be smart or talented. Uh, Ash proves that many times. Um, And uh you can pretty much stay anywhere and eat for free at any point in time like there, there doesn't seem to be poverty there and your feet so. never get tired <laughs> you never get tired yeah free health care i mean like because the last thing i want is to be like east guide into dragon ball z but have no powers or yeah, you're just a uh, human in the so city be able to use the force and you go to dragon ball z and you're one of the big <laughs> characters that i've watched like the, the ramen chef
0: you know, that I'd be of thing, or, or one of the movie ones, director whatever.
2: one of the ones where that city over there just blew up and yeah. I was in that city and I'm like ah oh, man uh, <laughs> guess we get it's to okay, try I again I see their
0: parachutes
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you if you're like the uh, the original like the original uh, Dragon Ball when it came out then everybody's okay right right yeah <laughs> <sighs> uh, <sighs> Speaking of changing things for American audiences, yeah, nobody dies. There's no <laughs> violence.
2: <laughs> I always like, I liked, like, and, you know, I loved the Avatar, the last airbender, but they're pretty naive because they're like, well, nobody dies. I'm like, you just took down an entire army. There are wars happening all over the place. POWs. You talk about people getting killed and people dying, but you expect me to believe that nobody ever dies. Come on now.
0: <laughs> that's that's how kids advertising is. It's growing up with G.I. Joe. Every time <laughs> every time a Cobra plane would blow up, there's a parachute. Because that was when, you know, the government was like, Children are gonna get warped by this. These these oh, you know, yeah, long yeah. TV commercials. I used to I used to write toy commercials for Hasbro. That was why I was an advertising copywriter A C D for like Oh, cool. Yeah. I I wrote commercials for Hasbro from, oh God, 2001 to 2013 when I got laid off and that's how I got into voice acting. So it's, um, so yeah, so I, I was really close to that for a long time after growing up with all that stuff as a kid. So it's, um, it's interesting just the hoops you have to go through,
2: um, for, you know, kids stuff. I know. Just the stuff you can do and say in advertising has has gotten uh, smaller and smaller, especially towards kids. The stuff you're allowed to target. Oh man, half was, the stuff
1: that we grew up with would not fly today
0: at all. it's funny because when when we started doing TV ads for them, we got like this this whole. It was like I think maybe eight sheets of paper printed like typewritten both sides. Um, of all the, the rules of children's advertising. Something that started out in the late 70s was you have to say you can. It's not transform Optimus Prime from a truck into a robot. You have to say you can transform Optimus Prime from a truck into it. Because if you just say transform, they feel the, they say that children feel like they have to. They don't have a choice. They have to do it. So that's why you'll see in commercials, <laughs> you can do this. You can do that. Uh, one of the weird ones was when we do a nerf spot. Two out of every five darts have to miss because we cannot imply <laughs> that you will
2: hit every target all the time. Really? Because Budweiser uh, implies that I'll get babes every time I drink a beer. Like, but that's for adults. <laughs> adults know that's pretend.
0: Uh, it's um, yeah. The the legal department. Boy, they they were just on us. Do uh, you, you remember the the Transformers Armada toys? Yeah, they yeah. Had, um, It was Armada and Energon. They had the uh, the light piping technology where it's the clear plastic on the top of the head. Yeah. And then it goes through the eyes. So when light hits the top of the the, the toy, the eyes glow. And so we have a scene where it was a close-up, I think, on I think it was it was whatever. Because they would change the names. I think it was Tidal Wave and it's close-up of the robot, eyes are glowing. And then the legal department said, you have to show hand activation for the eyes to glow. And it's we had to say, we can't show that. It was outside. We had to show a kid <laughs> pressing a button to turn on the sun. And <laughs> and we had we, the brand managers were able to go back and, and show them the toy. This is how this works. This does not require anything other than light, which they're already outside. That's And so that was one of the things we were able to get past. It was, um, kids' advertising was, was weird. It was like everything was a landmine. You <laughs> put something in the spot. You know, we'd send scripts and they'd say, well, this is okay, but you got to make sure that you show the kid actually doing the thing and oh man th- that was a fun job about halfway through there was a there was like a change in like the the head of marketing and it it became not fun the the guy came from like a like a not toy business and i don't know it was just, it was it, we just kind of started churning things out you know we'd write scripts and then the client would just basically rewrite the entire scripts for us oh yeah just
1: like- and <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was like and, and you know and our you know our account service team you know they try to push back on it and it was just like no and so our commercials got worse and worse over the course of time we some some cool ones would still come through but yeah. you know it, it was just if it was like a you know it was, it was a cool client to be like oh hell yeah and then other times it was just don't oh, do this and then okay
1: <laughs> whatever you
0: yeah. say you're the
2: one you paying realize. It. <laughs> yeah, there's,
0: it's fun because you know there, there's there's still cool people there you know and um the last time i went to san diego comic-con i uh it was years after the layoff and it was fun because at the booth they you know we still recognize it's like hey how's it going what are you doing here Oh, well, i'm a voice actor now oh it's, uh, it's um <laughs> yeah it's uh, it was it was good to catch up with with uh, it was good to catch up with the cool folks yeah. Right. Right. I, I, I do miss that. I, I miss I miss a lot of that stuff. Anyway, I no doubt. Okay. that's again derailed
2: well, talking about toys. I'm sorry. Hey, we, hey, we, that's
1: fine. That's fine. That's what we do.
2: <laughs> we talked about some of your like favorite jobs. What's the worst job you've ever had in your life?
0: The worst job I ever had in my life in high school, I worked for my my uh, girlfriend's dad's janitorial company. Oh, uh, cleaning, cleaning office spaces and stuff like that. Emptying trash nice. and like that. Was, um, uh, you know, it was it was it's was work. I um right. And, uh, and you know, I, I love my father-in-law. I married my high school sweetheart. So, yeah, he was he was my father-in-law. But yeah, it's like well, I was trying to I, I was working at a video store and uh, I got let go there because they closed down when Blockbuster moved into town. And right. um, so I was trying to find work. And he's like, you know, you could come work for me. I'm like, OK, Uh, That'd be great because I'd like to have spending cash. So, you know, your daughter and I can go out on dates. So, um, (laughs) uh, and it worked uh, with him up until I graduated school and we went to college.
2: So I I ask this question every time because I'm at this point, it just fascinates me. The answers we get. And it's, uh, do you like the sound of your own voice? uh, My own voice? Uh, Yes. Like you mean, like my natural sounding voice? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't have a problem with it. I don't, I don't hate it. I never really thought about it. <laughs> That's like, I don't, I, I don't hate the sound of my own voice. I'm
2: kind of indifferent because I've just grown up with it, I guess. Oh man. I, See, cause as a musician, like I, I made my, I, I ended up being the front man for the band I was in uh, because there was nobody else that could sing in the group. And um But every time we recorded it, I hated the way it sounded. I hated the sound of my voice. And I grew for years now. I'm like, I just don't even like the sound of my voice. Other people think it's fine. Other people like it, but I don't. And so I started asking voice actors, I mean, you guys are hearing it every day. Do you like yours? Because I, I hate what I do. And we've gotten just a bunch of different reactions to that question. I think you're
1: the first person to actually say, yeah, I like my voice.
2: <laughs> no, we've had a few that like it. And a, a couple say, I like it because it makes me money. <laughs> and
0: I, I, Maybe that's maybe that's why. I mean, I mean maybe I, not because it makes me money. I mean, that's nice. I mean, you, you <laughs> like, like, you, I like having a job. But I... I never really, I never really thought about my own natural voice sound because the 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 kind of niche that I put myself in is character voice, being able right. to being able to change the sound of my voice. Unfortunately, it's kind of like I kind of pigeonholed myself in that for a long time, <laughs> a long time. Right, and then then every time, every so often, like uh, somebody will cast me as like a normal human being, and I would I've <laughs> got a role, and it's a love story, that type of thing, you know. um. Haven't had a love story yet. Uh, almost the first time I got a human role in recent history was um, in the anime soccer Quest, and Caitlin Glass cast me as Totsoy's a uh, wood carver. And nice, there were these hints of his character having uh, the beginnings of a relationship with Elizabeth Maxwell's character uh, Sanae, right? And I thought, oh, I'm <laughs> in a romance here, and it never resolves. It's, oh, it's no. over. But, um, <laughs> I, I, it's slowly but surely with the advent of recording from home and I've been doing more anime with a lot of human characters now and it's great. But yeah, I still I, I still do a lot of, hey, we need you to be like these 20 people across these five episodes, because again, when I was joking around about Super and Dragon Ball Super, I am I am sprinkled all over that show. And it <laughs> sounds different. And it's uh, it's it's kind of fun. Because it's I'm the the talking pig in the um, the Doctor Slump homage, and I'm the movie director, and I'm the, the the little emperor guy, the king of the galaxy guy. Zeno, Zeno fights the Zeno, yeah. Z- I'm Zeno's guards, the tall, skinny bean pole looking. Oh, okay. The uh, I, I just I'm and more. You know, I'm just I'm all over that show because that director knows I know who can do this, and so <laughs> I, uh, one of my favorite comments from anybody was when Battleborn came out. I had two characters: Oscar Mike, who was um, he was uh, he was a clone soldier, and he sounded like this. And then there was Isaac, who was a a very a sociopathic AI who had only one tone of voice, like and he was always <laughs> so happy. Um, he <laughs> like, said the worst things in this friendly commercial voice, and, um, and so we did a we did a a trailer with those two characters together. And there was a tweet once the game came out that said, "You, you might want to bleep this." Um, <laughs> Oscar Mike and Isaac are the same voice actor. Are you shitting me right Blade.
2: now? Yeah, it's that was our bleep effect. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, we, we curse all the time. Them. It's fine. And
0: that is one of my favorite tweets ever because I thought that means I did my job right. If people don't know, the
1: same hell person. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure for most voice actors, that's it's it's honestly. A happier moment when people don't recognize it's you versus them being like, oh, well, it's this guy again. Yeah, that's the catch (laughs) 22 of being a voice actor. (laughs) Following in line with that, if you had to get stuck in a voice that's not your own. So a character you've done. And mind you, you have to take on all their inflections. So if you choose Claptrap, you've got to talk like Claptrap.
0: Well, I think maybe it would have to be um, uh, maybe Marco from Gunslinger Girl. That was one of the uh, first characters I got, and uh, um, well, the thing is, is it was one of my very early shows, and I was really proud of it when it came out. But if I go back and I watch it, I thought, wow, oh, I am terrible in that. Um, <laughs> it's,
2: I love Gunslinger I, Girl, though. It was one a, of my
0: favorites. It, I mean, I love the I, see. I, it's but Marco is in a much lower range, and it <laughs> right, was the right. first time I got like a, a serious role. I'd only been right. like murder victims in, in uh, or villains in, in case closed and stuff like that up until then. And I walk, I look back on it and I thought, oh, I wish I could go back and just record this. Because, you know, you, you're always growing as an actor. Um, yeah. I, I, I fall in that school of thought where you are always learning. If you ever think you're the best at something, that's probably when you need to learn more. Um, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, I, it's nice, though, because I like to think that I can see the growth as an actor from that. Uh, I was doing my best. I really was. Golly, it's been, it's been a long time since Gunslinger Girl, but um, I've, I've learned a lot. And I think my 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 craft has become bitter since then. <laughs> I'll
2: be on, I'll be honest, like you go through your her credits lists and, you know, there's a lot of voice actors where you can recognize when they're who what show they're on, what characters they play. Um, I, I couldn't for yours like you've strung along oh. this list of characters where I'm like. I didn't, I didn't realize that that was all the same fucking person. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. So, that
0: makes it. That makes me feel really good. That's like the, one of the <laughs> nicest things. <I've>
1: ever- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was looking through and, you know, like looking through with reincarnated as a slime with you as Geld
2: and then claptrap and then going through all this. My I'm hero like, academia. Uh, that's like a big ass muscular. dude. <laughs> yeah. What kind of got you started into manga and anime?
0: Oh, gosh. Um, Well, growing up, you know, there was uh, late 70s, early 80s. You had Speed Racer reruns. Right, right. There was live action Ultraman. But when I was in school uh, and working at the game store, there was a friend who had like just a ton of bootleg videotape anime and oh, um, <laughs> those are the best yeah and uh, there was an old video game magazine that we used to sell at the store called Die Hard Game Fan and there was like a, a whole thing on, on Japanese cartoons and stuff like that that all looked really cool and yeah. uh, a, a friend this the same friend loaned me his like copy of a copy of a copy of Akira and I remember watching that oh yeah wow this is <laughs> nuts and um, yeah so that's when
2: that all started I'm still yeah. waiting for the the that Akira is in that live action limbo right now where oh everybody's my. trying to get something made with it Ugh. and nobody but, is succeeding. See, I,
1: I don't know that I want them to, but at the same time with the advancements in CG and everything, it would be absolutely bonkers if it, they did it right.
0: Here's the thing. Everything about Cowboy Bebop looked great. Yes. Um, you know, seeing everything and then for, for me, I think the, you know, it, the performances, you know, they were, they were directed in that, that st- stylistically, I saw what they were going for, for the performances. But for for me, the, mm-hmm. the editing was just, it was very slow. The, the mm-hmm. pacing was seemed very off that, that very first scene with um, Spike and Faye, that fight scene. It yeah. was, you know, they're throwing a punch and it just kind of holds on that. It was it was the, seen, it seemed like a very slow fight
2: scene. That's what I was saying is I, yeah. you can almost watch like the rhythm where they yeah. practiced it to account to a beat or something. Yeah. And felt like it was do this, do that, do this, do that. And, and- I, I'm sure you listened to our podcast when we did our review of it. So I'm sure you already know what I'm about to say. No, I felt like the the writing, it suffered from writing. And, and they brought in a bunch of people who just weren't hardcore fans, who probably um, didn't understand as much to, to write and produce it. And I mean, I thought the acting was, was good. Jet Black was spot on. Yeah. Jet Black was yeah. easily the best. When you think about Bebop, I mean, can you imagine...
0: The stress of well, should we do it one to one for the show? Well, people then, are gonna say you cut right.
2: the show. Maybe we should try something different. So what else outside of anime and um stuff do you geek out for? Oh gosh. In, in video games. Is there anything that really uh Lego's a big thing. Lego is a big thing for me. Um Lego's yeah. Lego's expensive, you know. So I think I just I, got my my son the Lego the the Batmobile from the new movie and he, oh, the, the he new just one? built it for me yeah
0: have you seen the Tumblr, the one the 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 dark knight batmobile set huh it's um it's nice it's uh i i was thinking about getting that but i oh gosh that that big ass um time machine delorean time machine it's going to be the largest lego set i've purchased in a while i um so there's a thing i do uh, cause I do a lot of bit characters. A lot of my characters never got merch. The first time I ever got a Funko pop was for Borderlands three with Claptrap. Right. So oh, nice. for funsies, yeah. I, um, there is uh, this, this digital brick building site called uh, bricks, yeah, and yeah. you can use their, yeah. And you can export it to blender and you can render stuff out in blender. And I thought, um, I'm, I'm going to build my own merch for my characters that never got merch. And I kind of became a thing on Twitter. You know, people liked it. So I started doing more. And when I went to my first convention, again, voice actors since 2003, 2002, 2003, first convention was because I was Claptrap in 2019. And uh, I thought, I need to make a print. So I just did an art print of little Lego Claptrap, you know, in that short squat style. Yeah, and so I just keep doing more of those. I'm actually I'm doing one now for uh, for Wonderland's because uh, I just signed up for Streamly. so I'm excited about that. Nice, uh, nice. Ha- haven't done that yet, so that's gonna be fun. But yeah, real Lego, digital Lego. Having worked with toys for like very closely to the toy industry for Hasbro for so long, yeah, I got kind of burnout on certain things. Yeah, like like I, I used to love Transformers, but it's kind of like I I liken it to. You Hear stories, you know, grandpa. Yeah, my, my papi saw me smoking a cigarette, so he locked me in a closet with two packs of cigarettes, and I had to smoke them all before he let me out. That's, <laughs> that's what happened to me with uh, working on Hasbro.
2: Well, I, I hate it when places I work for lock me in a closet and make me smoke cigarettes, but you know, sometimes that's the only <laughs> point to... that. Yeah, it's, I, I,
0: it was, um, I mean, the. The one Transformers product I, I've purchased since working for them was uh Devastation on the PS4, which was a great game. Yeah, Devastation um, was really fun. It's weird. It's like toys are, are different for me now, but I started collecting Nendroids, you know, those those are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little, little chibi statues. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. I um I, I kept telling merchandising at uh, at Gearbox, I'm like, wouldn't it be great if, if Claptrap had a an Nendroid? It'd be so awesome, wouldn't it? So I don't know, I don't know if they're, I keep, you know, I always drop hints, but I don't know if they'll ever, if that'll ever happen. But I mean, it's like, they're Overwatch and androids, right? But it could
1: be an android. Um, yeah, I, I've i got four, I think just the four Claptrap Funko Pops. I've got like mm-hmm. the solid gold one that came in the mystery boxes years ago. Yeah. The the Gentleman Claptrap, the blue one. And- I really hope they do his his steam powered version. From Wonderlands. <laughs>
0: I I didn't know what he looked like until they did the gameplay reveals a few weeks ago. Um, oh wow! Which is why, yeah, I because I, I, I didn't know what he was going to appear like because um, I thought I'm going to make you know get ready with an artwork for this thing for you know whenever. Um, but then when I saw the Japanese cover and I saw Brick, you know, I saw the Punch Father with his fairy wings and his and his and his little fairy skirt, you know, um, <laughs> and I thought, claptrap's going to look different. And I did not see what he looked like until they showed the forge mission the forgery mission on uh, on youtube and i thought ooh i need to i need to get cracking on that yeah so yeah uh, video games yay. lego <laughs> i like i like going on hikes i like wildlife i like old board oh, games yeah. I, I like board games but i really like old board games that are weird abstract board games that came out in the 70s of like you know <laughs> uh, weird geometric shaped pieces that uh there's, Fun stuff. It's, you know,
2: huh,
0: I sound really boring.
2: <laughs> no,
1: no. I've got a I've got shelves of board games downstairs. My wife and I, the Metro parks around here, they do like hike a So we, we do that. Cool. So right. We well, like, with you
2: there. Did you ever play any card games?
0: <laughs> Ooh, before Hasbro,
2: I was a writer on
0: Pizza Hut and that, oh, that, really? I ended up flying out from I lost I was laid off from my first job out of school, advertising in Florida, and then one of the guys who freelanced there actually got a job out here, and I flew out to work on Pizza Hut because they were doing the Star Wars uh, Episode One stuff, and he knew that I was a Star oh, Wars yeah. fan, and so he thought, uh, "Would you like to come?" So that's why I'm in Texas now. But in the early days of Pokemon, I remember there were we were trying to come up with like promotional ideas for Pizza Hut. And the Pokemon movie was coming out. Pokemon was just starting to be really big. And the account service person, she actually used to work. She was actually used to work for Nintendo's ad agency. And so she had a lot of friends at Nintendo. And I had this idea of um, like little, you know, cheaply made Pokemon, like all 150 of them. Right. And you would get like 10 yeah. in a little packet whenever you bought a pizza to get. You'd have to collect them all by getting like 15 pizzas over the course of the, the promotion. But. If you would find like the special silver Mew, you would win the grand prize to either you know go see the premiere of the movie or go yeah. visit where it's visit Nintendo in Seattle, that type of thing. So the creative director at the time, he wasn't that knowledgeable about like the, the gaming industry or things. Or like that. He was <laughs> he looked at it as he's like he's like no 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 the Pokemon is is, is a failure, it's a flop. It's, I mean you saw you saw what happened to um to Kentucky Fried Chicken, yeah, it's a flop. They were stuck with all those uh, the, the, the plushies. And which it was because yeah. they introduced Pokemon at Kentucky Fried Chicken and the game had not come out yet it was when the show had come out first mm-hmm. and the card game wasn't out Game Boy game had not come out yet and it, that promotion tanked oh you're going to ask about card games okay that's how <laughs> I got here so doing <laughs> research for this possible Pokemon tie-in which never happened unfortunately yeah that would have been cool as shit it, yeah. I, my,
2: my favorite things in the world pizza and Pokemon
0: yeah yeah but it was like, do some research here, buy some of the card this card game and expense it. So I, I bought a starter <laughs> set. I bought some booster packs. Uh, my wife and I played it, loved it. I'm like, this is a really yeah. deep game. Fun fact, it was right when the card game came out. And the first booster pack I opened up in the Target parking lot, there was a hollow foil Charizard in there. I still have it. Oh, wow. It's been played with. It's been shuffled. It's been, you know, and it's <laughs> like, oh. It's definitely not in mint condition anymore. Is it still worth 11 <laughs> million
1: dollars? It's still worth quite a bit, <laughs> no, even in played condition. It's store. It's in storage in this closet over here,
0: underneath probably tons of stuff in the a, a little. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I remember place. we pulled but, like my my older brother, younger sister, and I like we we would get packs and stuff all the time. And wow. I remember we pulled a first edition Charizard. And then I'm positive later on, like my parents either just like sold the collection, got rid of it, threw it out or something. And then over the last few years, every time I, I hear about the Charizard being so expensive or it's selling for even more, I'm just like. Uh, just
2: sad song in the background.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> uh, see, I don't I didn't get me many, many cool, cool pulls but my wife kept all of hers in mint condition because she's wow. like anal retentive in the sleeves in a book never touched set aside so we got, we got some cool ones but i got we got back into because doing this podcast we did a series on cards so card yeah, games and stuff came on uh, and start playing a little magic the gathering and we we always played the like Oh video games yeah. and stuff but it's I don't it's it's a really different atmosphere going down to a card store and just hanging out with with a bunch of nerds that that really they're really good at these fucking games man like they, <laughs> I can't I can't keep up on the on all the info like I used to be able to I, I don't know maybe I'm just mismanaging my time or trying to spread myself out too thin but i'm like all the different they know every in and out of every fucking card and you know i know all the ins and outs of a bunch of musicians and 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 tours this deck them. build is amazing Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like unbeatable it. did did you know ben folds went to college for music and then dropped out his when he only had one semester left to complete because he broke his drum hand and so he couldn't do the final exams and i, I guess pokemon cars is cooler
0: yeah I just, I just you know it's we, we all we all have like our niche things that we love you know and it's just it's um and we just know a lot i i kind of like an information sponge like i'll remember just weird facts and stuff like that about whatever and it's yeah, not- you just won't remember <laughs> specific names when you need to. Yeah, exactly. There was an article in a magazine that said that there are some brain types where basically they start – like storage brains. That function will start to cannibalize parts of the brain used for short-term memory to store more information. And I thought <laughs> – that
2: explains Fuck. a lot. I wish yeah. I
0: remember. I should. I should Google that and see if that article, like the, whether, the whether studies, it's
2: yeah whether it's true or not. Uh, I'm going to take that excuse. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. find
0: that. That's golly. I haven't thought about that in a long time. I have to look that up because that would be a really interesting like scientific study paper to read. Yeah, I uh, everything like all like my schedule. Everything is on my phone because <laughs> if I will forget everything Yeah but today, <laughs> yep. it was reminder. You have a podcast today. So <laughs> I, um, I had to figure out where the, cause I, you know, I don't really do much stuff on camera. So I thought, okay, where do I put the camera? I've got the, I, the, the camera here. I got over the pandemic to play D and D with friends. And, um, <laughs> hey, perfect reason. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, this is the first time I fired it up since, since we started <laughs> playing in person again, I thought I should probably tidy things up. I thought, shelves look okay my blanky fort i i can't take credit yeah. for that um kieran strange voice of Lorelai, he uh he introduced the term blanky fort for um uh his booth and it's uh <laughs> it's like i'm i'm proud of my blanky fort it's not it's not a fancy pants booth but i can scream and yell in there without any uh reverb so it works
2: right hey <laughs> it works it works yeah
1: i do hate to to cut this my my wife is going to be home soon with uh. with my son and you know he he got in trouble so i got mm. to go do dad things
2: Yeah, that's that's the part of the two dads and the podcast. Yeah. Um
0: I had a a good time with y'all. This
2: is I wish wish
0: you could stay on longer. Yeah five hour podcast. (laughs) I mean
1: We, we usually cut it down, you know, cut yeah. out some bits, you know, cause most people don't listen to two hour
2: podcasts, yeah, but yeah. that's just me, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jim, thank you so much for, for hanging out with us for a couple hours. You know, if, if we get bored or you get bored, reach out, we could do this again. This was super fun. It. We didn't even
2: start talking about video games. Damn. I, <laughs> we, we started talking about video games. Yeah, we started talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, I,
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> hey i could keep going for hours too but my wife would probably get mad <laughs> yeah i don't want you to get in trouble i um
2: so I we'll do, do this again soon for yeah, sure yeah. i would love to thank you so much it's, bye-bye yeah.